Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. You know, before I share this word that I have for you, uh, I just felt like I need, uh, I, I, I want to ask, N- Norman, N- Norman Harris, he's from Midwest City. Would you come up here? I want you to pray over this word that I'm getting ready to bring forth. Would you mind doing that? I know I can put him on the spot because he's a preacher. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I just felt, I feel the Lord is going to do something. And there's a shift that is about to happen today. So, so Norman, come on. Let's welcome Norman as he comes today. And just praise over this word today. Hallelujah. As the Holy Spirit leads. Um, before I do that, just to confirm what you were already saying about a turnaround or about a shift or, or some things that are going to take place. There's a song that I'm always singing. I'm not going to sing it now, but I'm just saying. It was, uh, one of my favorite singers is Fred Hammond. And he has a song called said that he's blessed in the city. He's blessed in the field. He's blessed when you go and when you come. Mm. But my favorite part of that entire song is at the end of it, there's an extra part that he threw in there. And he screams out late in the midnight hour. God is going to turn it around. It is going to work in your favor. I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm just telling you what I'm hearing and what I'm feeling in the spirit that the young lady that led worship this morning created the atmosphere for everything that took place all, all right now. So I just want to tell somebody, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know where you are in life right now, but the Lord told me to tell you that late in the midnight hour, God is going to turn it around and it is going to work in your favor. Everything that the enemy has been using against you, God is going to use everything that you lost, everything that was stolen. Listen, not only did the things that you lost and you stole, but some of those things you gave away. But God said, now is the time for recovery. You're going to receive that back. You're going to get everything back that you lost. I'm, I, I, I hope I just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, there's a freedom here. There's a freedom here. It was created in the back when, when I was back there with your, with your intercessors. There's a freedom here. And like you were saying, when you chase after God, you mess around. And, and see, and, and here's the thing. When you chase God, you can't catch him. But, but, but we serve a God that loves us so much that when you realize that you, you're, you thought you were chasing after him, but now he's chasing after you. And so God is going to chase after this church, brother. <laughs> God is going to chase after. He is looking for some people that are chasing after him. Because everybody's chasing after everything else right now. But he's, he's looking for somebody that's looking for him. He's searching for some people that are searching for him. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say all that. But gracious Heavenly Father, Lord God, we come before you now. In the name of Jesus, thanking you. Thanking you for everything that you've already done. 
Oh, my God. Now, Father God, we ask that you would have your way in this word today because it's your word, Lord God. And Father God, we ask, Lord God, that you would bless the man of God, Lord God, to give him the things to say, Lord God. Father God, we ask that you would clear his mind, Lord God, so he may be able to hear from you clearly, Lord God. So, and, and clear our minds, Lord God, so that we may be able to receive from you today, Lord God. We need to hear from you today, Lord God. We need to hear you today, Lord God. We need a word today in the midst of all that's going on, Lord God. We need your word today, Lord God. So we ask that you would bless him, Lord God. Give us the attention, Lord God, to yes, hear what, you, what you're saying to us today, Lord God. Father God, so we can take it in the midst of this, di this dying world, Lord God. Mm -hmm. Father God, we just thank you for all that you've done and for all that you're going to do. And we consider it now done by faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen and amen. Amen. So glad. God bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here today, Norman. Wow, what a... Wow. I think I heard from God today. <laughs> Hallelujah. Today, I just want you to position your ears to hear. Come on, get your hands up by your ears. You hear a lot better whenever you put... Uh, whenever you can't hear something, what do you do? You go, huh? Huh? Uh, position your ears today to hear God's word because I believe that God has a word that he wants to download in your spirit today. Uh, hallelujah. I, I, today, I, you know, I just have one word for you. Indeed, today I have one word for us. Okay? And, and I, I'm excited because last week I talked about the anointing. I had one word. It was the anointing. And, and, and Thursday night, if you haven't made a Thursday night service, you need to make Thursday night. I'm telling you, you are missing out. And if you want to go back and watch one of the videos of Thursday night, you need to watch Thursday, this last Thursday night because I talked about a turnaround anointing. Turnaround anointing. It's exactly what uh, uh, Norman just talked about. Norman Harris just talked about tonight, today. There's a turnaround that's happening with the Epicenter Church. God, it's not that we were on the wrong track. We're on the right track, but there's a turnaround for the people of Epicenter. And God is doing something amazing in this church. And, and you don't want to miss out on Thursday nights. Hallelujah. You know... Uh, in the, in the uh, sitcom industry, Thursday night at 7 o'clock was known as prime time. Come on. It was not, that's, when the, you know, that's when most of the uh, uh, sitcoms that was very popular happened on Thursday nights. It came on on Thursday night. And, and because the family got together on Thursday night and they watched that sitcom. Okay, there's several of them that you could go through. And I can't think of them all right now, but there, most of them were on Thursday night, the prime time. And, and that's why we're having Thursday night service, because we're having prime time with God. Amen. Hallelujah. And so you don't want to miss this Thursday night, because God may have a word for you. Hallelujah. And so today, the, the word that the Lord has given me for you today is this, time. Time. Come on, I'm going to make it as simple as I can today. He has given me one word for our church today, and that is time. 
Hallelujah. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter number 3 and verse number 1, it says, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. Uh, today, I want you to know that God has a time-ordained thing for your life. <laughs> he's about to turn everything around. <laughs> Come on. In his time, he's about to turn it all around. <laughs> uh, one thing I want you to see about time is time is everything for us. And time is on your side. Hallelujah. Time's on your side. If you got breath right now, you got time. <laughs> if you got breath right now, you got time. You got time for a healing. You got time for a miracle. Come on, you may be sick in body and you may not have breath, good breath in your lungs. But if you have time and you have breath, get ready. God's about to download some more breath. All we got to do is breathe. <laughs> so many times we get so stressed out, we forget to breathe. Hmm. I remember whenever I was younger and I would go into the hospitals. I remember one time my brother was getting ready to, he w went into the hospital and they were getting ready to put an IV in him. Oh, man, I just, I don't do, ho I didn't do hospitals at all. Didn't do those. Man, when they started putting that IV in, I'm sitting there watching Next thing you know, man, my old eyes are rolling in the back of my head, and man, I'm hitting the floor. Because I passed out. And, and, and for years, I kept doing that. I'd go into the hospital. My dad broke his arm. I went into the hospital, and I'll never forget. Uh, he started telling me how he broke his arm. And the more he started telling me, the more I started sliding down the wall. And what I found out why I was sliding down the wall is because I wasn't breathing. I was sitting there holding my breath. And as he was telling me, the more I was holding my breath and I wasn't breathing, the more oxygen wasn't going to my head. And so it just made me lightheaded. And next thing you know, I fell on the ground. It wasn't until I met a doctor and I asked him, I said, why do I pass out every time somebody's in a procedure? I go to the hospital and I pray for somebody and I get all queasy. He said, because you're not breathing. He said, just take some deep breaths and start breathing. Whenever you feel that, you, that, that sickness getting ready to overcome your body, he said, start breathing. I, I, I come by to tell somebody today, you need to keep breathing. I, I don't know what you're going to right now, what you're going through right now, but so many times whenever we're under pressure, we forget to breathe. We forget to do the most important thing, and that's breathe. And so today, I just want somebody to know, you need to just breathe. In the situation you're going through, you just need to breathe. Why? Because there's a time for everything, a season for every activity under heavens. The first point I want to give you today is this. The best things in life take time. <laughs> the best, best things in life, they take time. See, it's easy to cook a hamburger on the grill. I just did that yesterday. And, and, and I always time it just, just right. If I want it just good and juicy, I'll turn that old fire up pretty good, and, and I set my timer 
I don't know if I'm doing it right or not, Lindsay, so I'm not the best cook in the world, but they sure did taste good yesterday. That's all I need to know. I, I, I set my grill on, and I put it on, and I set my timer for five minutes. And then after that five minutes, I flipped the burger. And in three minutes, I set my timer again. And then I just let that hamburger set after I'm done. And it doesn't take very long. But what takes time is when you bake. Come on, are you with me? Uh, what takes time is when you have to throw something in the oven. When you, when you, when you make some, some, some good cookies. Just like Braylon and Alicia made me today. Now, I want you to see it has Uncle Jamie on it, okay? My cookies. <laughs> but to make these cookies, it takes time, okay? To make the cookies, it takes time. And the best things in life, they take time. Right now, you may be pressing in on God and saying, God, I need a new house. God, I need this. I, you're blessing Julie with a house, but you hadn't blessed me yet. But God says, wait your time. Because your time is right around the corner. And God is about to turn things around for you today. See, the best things in life, they take time. See, you go, people, whenever they get married... They go through a 30-minute ceremony, and they think that's marriage. No, marriage is what happens after you get hitched. You work on it, and it takes time. It takes some seasonings. You're going to have some hard times, and you're going to have some good times. But it all takes time. A successful marriage takes time. Hallelujah. And if it takes time, you know what it does? It just seasons you. See, when things take time, you have to put some season, seasoning in it. You have to let it simmer a little bit, like a good old pot roast. Put that thing, Iris, you know, she'll, she'll cook a pot roast for Sunday. And, man, I'll wake up on Sunday morning. She already threw it on that night. <laughs> man, that's what I smell in the morning. And, man, I get hungry. Come Sunday morning, I get hungry. And I, why? Because it's been simmering all night long. <laughs> See, the best things in life, they take time. If you want a tender pot roast, you're going to have to wait. Come on, if you want something good, you're going to have to wait. It's the same thing with God. Some things just take time. He wants to see how faithful you're going to be. He's going to see, he wants to see how diligent you're going to be to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He wants to see how you're going to act and react under pressure. Because when we're under pressure, what happens under pressure is we become seasoning, seasoned for our life. You're being seasoned for your season right now. Come on. That's for somebody right there. You're being seasoned for your season right now. Hallelujah. You're on seasoned ground. 
You're, that's why whenever Norman got up here and started speaking, it was easy for him to speak. Why? Because our intercessory team already set the season for the season. They seasoned up the ground by praying. Alicia seasoned up the ground by leading worship. You seasoned up the ground by entering into worship. Hallelujah. We've all been seasoned for the season and God wants you to know the best things in life, they just take time. See, timing is everything. Timing is everything. See, I got this baseball bat up here. And to hit a baseball, you have to have good timing. Come on. You have to have, to, to be able to knock a ball out of the park or hit a base hit, you have to have some good timing. You got to know what's coming at you. And you got to be prepared for what's coming at you. You got to position yourself for what's getting ready to take place. See, that's the same way in our Christian walk. We got to position ourselves. For the blessing, we're about to knock it out of the park. Jesus is about to knock something out of the park for you today. And you got to get that bat back. Hallelujah. I always remember the coach saying, if you want a base hit, you better choke up on the bat. Come on. You got to choke up on the bat. Yeah, can't hold it down here. You got to hold it up here. Uh, somebody today, you need to choke up on the bat and get ready for a base hit. Because see, uh, we're always wanting the home run. We always want that home run pitch. You know what Baby Ruth do? He'd pointed where he wanted to hit it. And he'd hit it right there. Okay? We all want that home run pitch. But you know what? To get the most runs in, sometimes you got to take a base hit. The timing is just right. Somebody, you need to choke up on your prayer life. Woo! Come on, you need to choke up on your prayer life. Well, God hasn't answered my prayer yet. I'm just going to give up. Well, you're, you're going to just strike out. Come on. That's just strike one. Choke up a little bit. Get ready. Get ready for what the devil's about to throw at you because that's his voice speaking in your ear that you're not getting what you're asking for. You need to ask again. You're all up in God's business just one time thinking you're going to get an answer. You're, 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 you're wanting to get that answer. But the best things in life, they take time. How many years was you praying for that house? 12 years. Hallelujah. She was being seasoned for the season. Come on. And you know what she did? By faith, she choked up on the back. She, she, she choked up on the back. I'm not saying it's going to take you 12 years. I'm just saying somebody needs to choke up on the back and get ready. Just keep praying. Keep asking. Don't give up. Don't give in. Just wait on God. Watch what God was go is about to do in your life. God is about to persevere in your life. You just need to choke up a little bit on your prayer life. You need to choke up a little bit on your back and watch what God will do. He'll give you those base hits before you get that home run. We always just want to see the deep ball. You know what happens with the deep ball? 
usually gets caught. Because you try and you try and you try. You swing and you swing and you swing. But timing is everything. If you drop your shoulder, what's going to happen? The ball's going to go up. And it's going to come down in somebody's mitt. Timing is everything in baseball. Timing is everything in our walk with God. Timing is everything. Sometimes we just need to choke up on our prayer and say, God, I'm ready to take it to the next level. Hallelujah. Instead of me praying for myself, I'm going to pray for somebody else. I'm going to grab somebody in the church. I'm going to say, Jill, what do you need prayer for? I'm going to start praying this week for you. Hallie, what do you need prayer for? I'm going to start praying for you. Instead, we're so focused on ourselves and not focused on anybody else. Hallelujah. We need to start focusing on other people and start praying the blessings on them because the most, once you start praying for them, the blessings will hit them and then they'll hit you. If they need, if you need a healing in your body, find somebody to pray for that needs a healing. If you need somebody, I got a list of them right here. Come on. We need to choke up on our bat. Why timing? Is everything. The best things in life take time. Ecclesiastes 3 1, there's a season for everything, a season for every activity under heaven. Season, there's seasons of transition. I, I said seasons of transition, not seasons of change. Most people don't like the word change. Seasons of transition. You know, Jesus had a season of transition. In John chapter number 13 and verse number 7, Jesus replied, Do you not realize? This is whenever Jesus was washing the disciples' feet, getting them prepared, and teaching them, getting ready to say, Hey, I'm getting ready to go to the Father. I'm getting ready to move on. Hallelujah. I'm getting ready to... Go sit at the right hand side of the Father. And I'm going to intercede for you. He was preparing them for the season. And this is exactly what he said. Jesus replied, you do not realize now what I'm doing. Uh, he's washing the disciples' feet. That's what he was doing. You know what he was doing? He was preparing their feet to be blessed. He was preparing their feet to be blessed. He was preparing for their new season he was preparing for their new season. There was a season of transition that was happening right there. He said, you do not realize now what I'm doing, comma. But later, you will understand. I, I, I feel this is for somebody today. You may not understand what's going on right now. You may not understand the situation that you're in right now. Uh, you may not understand it all right now. Just as Jesus spoke it to His disciples, I feel like I'm supposed to speak it to you. You may not understand it right now. Let, let me rephrase it M my way. You may not understand at this time. Whew. At this time. At right, what is he saying? He's saying, Lindsay, he's saying, 
You may not understand it right now, at this time. What's the, what's the title of my message? Time. Hallelujah. There's a transition in time. And there was a transition that was taking place. The best things in life take time. And Jesus said, you may not understand it all right now. You may not understand it at this time. Why you're going through what you're going through right now. Hmm. Maybe a difficult time in a difficult season. Come on, am I speaking to somebody today? Come on. Hello. Position your ear so you can hear. Because it may not, you may not be in that season right now, but you may be going to it on Monday. You might, might need to get yourself prepared for what's about to happen on Monday or on Tuesday or on Wednesday. Because God has a plan. He has a plan, and it's in His timing. See, God's never too early. He's never too late. He's always right on. Right on. You may not understand it all right now, but you'll understand it in a little while. Come on. Twelve years praying for a house, praying for a home. She didn't understand it 12 years ago. God, why didn't you give it to me 12 years ago? You know why God didn't give it to her 12 years ago? Because she wasn't ready. This is her season. You know why God hadn't given it to you yet? Because you're not ready. I mean, there was 10 lepers that came to Jesus. And Jesus healed all of them. said, go, go your way. And guess what? Only one came back. You know why? Because only one was ready. Only one was willing to come back and praise Him. Only one was willing to come back and say, Jesus, thank you. We wonder why it's not our time. It's because, would you go back and praise Jesus for it? Or would you be up in His business about something else? If He did it before, He going to do it again. Huh. Oh, has he done something for you lately? Come on, has Jesus done something for you lately? What has, it may be something small, but has he done something for you lately? Come on, who am I, who am I speaking to today? It, has Jesus done something for you lately? So if he's done it before, you, before he's going to do it again. Come on, say he's going to do it again. He's going to do it again. He's going to do it for me. He's not just going to do it for me. He's going to do it for my church. He's going to do it for the, my family. Woo! He's going to do it to my finances. Hallelujah. If you didn't go out, go without before, you're not going to go without now. Maybe a little rough in the road, but you ain't going to go without. Hallelujah. God's never going to leave you nor forsake you. He's going to be there with you. All the time. All the time. Number one, the best things in life take time. Mm. Sometimes they just got to simmer. <laughs> they just have to simmer. Hallelujah. I like smoking meat. Mm. Mm. I like smoking ribs. But to get some good ribs, it takes time. 
got to you got to just work it just right. Hallelujah. You want it to fall off the bone? Alicia always wants it to fall off the bone. She don't like the bone. She always wants it to fall off the bone. Dad, can you make them ribs that fall off the bone? I can make them ribs that can fall off the bone. But it takes time. Come on. Come on. It takes time. It takes time. Number one, the best things in life take time. Number two, point number two. Timing is everything. Timing is everything. Mary and Martha, when Lazarus died, man, they sent out text messages. They sent out instant messages. They got on Facebook, said, where Jesus at? Jesus is late for the occasion. Come on. Have you ever felt like Jesus has been late for the occasion? But Jesus wants you to know he likes to show up and show off. Hallelujah. If he's in your life, he likes to show up and show off. And man, Mary and Martha, they were just, they, they, they got a little testy. They weren't happy folks. They were upset. Why? Because Lazarus died. They got mad. But timing is everything. Jesus knew what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. He was about to show them a miracle. Because every time Jesus showed up, miracles happened. Come on. Somebody today, you need Jesus to show up. And you need a miracle to happen. Jesus showed up, not in their timing, but in his timing. We all know what the story, how the story ends. Jesus was right on time. And he called it out. He called out Lazarus. He said, Lazarus, come forth. I mean, all the, all the naysayers were like, well, he ain't going to do it, Jesus. He's dead. He, been, he stinketh. He's dead. He's in the tomb. He's dead. Been there for too long. But whenever God shows up, He's always right on time. It may feel like He's late. It may feel like your situation has died. But Jesus says, I'm about to resurrect your situation today. God is about to rise it up from the dead. And Jesus says, get ready. You need to come forth. You need to call it forth. You need to call it forth. I don't know what you need to call forth, but you need to call it forth that God can resurrect it. God can bring more life to it. Because He is an on-time God. He's an on-time God. Hallelujah. Timing is everything. Timing is everything. Let me give you eight things to remember when you're going through tough times. Mary and Martha, they were going through some tough times. But let me give you eight things that you need to know when you're going through tough times. Maybe you're in tough times now. Maybe you got a road ahead of you that's going to be some rough times. You need to write these down right now. Eight things to remember when you're going through tough times. Number one, everything can and will change. They can and they will change. 
Number two, you've overcome challenges before. Hallelujah. You've overcome challenges before. These are the things you've got to remember when you're in the pit. You've overcome them before. Uh, David, he overcome killing the bear and the lion before he had to tackle Goliath. Before he got the opportunity to cut his head off. Throw a stone, one stone, and cut his head off. If he, you've overcome challenges before. David overcome challenges. You have overcome challenges. Come on, think of some challenges that you've overcome. And you had to do it with Jesus' help. And he walked you through it. Think of those challenges. If he did it before, he's going to do it again. You've overcome challenges. You've got to remember that whenever you're in the pit. Because you know what? The devil don't want you to remember these things. He wants to just keep kicking you while you're down. He wants to keep pushing you down and keep bringing negative thoughts into your mind. But everything can and will change. Number two, you've overcome challenges before. And number three, it's a learning experience. Mm. It's a learning experience. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Timing is everything. Number four, not getting what you want can be a blessing. Oh. Ah. <laughs> oh, not getting what you want could be a blessing. Hmm. Always heard the saying, grass is greener on the other side. Hmm. Somebody told me the reason why the grass is greener on the other side is because either there's a sewage back up or you're watering it. Let that sink in. <laughs> Not getting what you want can be a blessing from the Lord. Number five, allow yourself to have some fun. I, even if you're in the middle of a pit, allow yourself that window of opportunity to have some fun. Hallelujah. Come on, can we have... We're Christians, can we have fun? Yes, we can. That's why we had game night. And Tex and Rick beat me and Iris. We had fun. Until Tex threw that last ball, our last cornhole. Won the game. We can have fun as Christians. Come on. Turn your frown upside down. Make it into a smile. We can have fun. Hallelujah. Well, we, we're quiet today. We can have fun. In the middle of a pit, it's okay to have fun. 
Because the moment you start having fun and the moment you start dancing for the Lord is the moment the devil's going to say, whoa, 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 what's, what's, what, what are they doing? I got them in a pit. Why are they dancing in a pit? Why was Paul and Silas? They were dancing and singing to the Lord in the, in the jail cell. They were in the middle of the pit. And just like uh, Norman said today, in the midnight hour, <laughs> revival broke out in that jail cell. And the jail cell busted open. Woo! Hallelujah! What could happen while you're in the pit? If you have some fun while you're in the pit, your jail cell may just wa open wide up. It may just open wide up. If he did it for Paul and Silas, he's going to do it for you. So you know what you need to do? If you're in the pit, have some fun. Laugh. Hallelujah. Number six. Be kind to yourself is the best medicine. Hmm. I didn't say be kind, just be kind to other people. I was saying be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up while you're in the pit. Don't help the devil out. Man, we get in the pit... <laughs> And we just beat ourselves up. Well, we deserve it. Ah, no. Be a fighter. Get out of the pit. Come on. Be kind to yourself. That's the best medicine you could have while you're in the pit. Hallelujah. Just be kind to yourself. Number seven. Other people's negative negativity isn't worth worrying about. Oh, man, when you're in a pit, man, everybody wants to just push you down too. Come on. Well, it didn't happen, happen for my brother. It's not going to happen for you. So they're just going to push you down even further. They're negative thoughts. They're negative words. Uh-uh. Resist the enemy. Sometimes you just got to say, get thee behind me, Satan. Other people's negative negativity isn't worth worrying about. So quit worrying about them. Quit worrying about what they said. Quit worrying about what they put on you. You just need to remove it and put the, put the garment of praise on. Come on. Put the garment of praise on. Number eight. There is always, always, always something to be thankful for. Hmm. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to bounce off that with this. My mama, when I come home from school, and I didn't like that teacher, she would always tell me this, find something good in them. Right? Am I right, sis? You better find something good in that individual. Because there's always, always, always something to be thankful for. There's something that's good in that boss that you have. There's something that's good in that family member that's rejected your, your love and your kindness. Come on, there's something good. You need to start pulling on the good. Quit looking at the negative. Hallelujah. Praise God. Eight things to remember when you're going through tough times. If you go through a tough time, remember these eight things. 
Habakkuk chapter number 2 and verse number 3. It says, for the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. Hallelujah. The best things in life take time. Number two, timing is everything. The Lord wants somebody to know. That what he has placed in your life is not going to be on delay forever. Because the Bible says, as you delight in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. It may be in delay now, but timing is everything. Some people are seasonal. There's some people that are seasonal in your life. You can't have a new season until you release the season you're in right now. That's tough for people to take because we just want to take our old season into our new season. Hallelujah. We want to take our old season into our new season. If you are stubborn with your thoughts, you delay your next season. Hmm. Don't delay your next season. Something big will come out of your delay. Just hold tight. That's what Habakkuk says. He's saying hold tight. Wait for it. It will certainly come and not delay. Wait for it. God's about to bring something in. He's about to do a turnaround anointing for somebody today. There's a turnaround anointing that is about to be downloaded in this church today. Something big will come out of your delay. So you know what you need to keep doing? Keep dreaming it. Come on. Keep believing it. And then you're going to achieve it. Keep dreaming it. Believe it. And you're going to achieve it. You're going to achieve it. Because Psalms chapter number 42 and verse number 7 says, Deep calls unto deep. In the roar of your waterfalls all your waves and breakers have swept over me but the lord saying deep will call unto deep just keep dreaming it keep believing it keep achieving it keep doing those three things and then we must wait then we must pray and then we must obey we must wait, we must pray, and then we must obey. Number three, are you ready for the third point? I'm going to close with this one today. Has this been good for you today? Amen. Everybody say time. time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Time. The best things in life take time. Number two, timing is everything. Number three, it's just a matter of time. Breakthrough is coming to your situation. And it's going to begin right now. Come on. It's just a matter of time. A breakthrough is about to come to your situation. And it's about to come right now. 
Things are about to accelerate for you. And it begins at this moment right now. Come on, this is the time. This is the place and this is the hour that God is about to shift everything in your life. And it's going to happen so fast. Let's see, there's healing in the house and it begins right now. Come on, somebody needs to receive this today. There's healing in the house. There's deliverance in the house. And it begins right now. There's great things coming together in the house. And it begins right now. There's a fire that is being released in this house. And it begins right now. There's salvation in the house. And it begins right now. God is about to open a big door for someone right now. And it begins right now. It's going to begin right now. A promotion is coming to someone. And it begins right now. Come on, who's, who's receiving this today? Uh, there is a revival that is coming to the house. And it begins right now. There's a time for everything. And I believe that there's a time that a revival is about to break out in this house. I, I just feel like the word revival keeps coming to this house. I, I, every time we have a speaker come in, you know what they talk about? Revival. Pastor Jackson comes from Altus, Oklahoma. What did he say? <laughs> revival is coming to Epicenter. Revival's coming to Epicenter Church. Can you hear it? Come on. Can you hear it? Quiet. Can you hear it? The book of Acts says, I hear a sound. I hear a sound. Come on, do you hear revival? Come on, do you hear it today? Do you hear it today? Come on, what do you hear today? What are you listening to today? Your suddenly is about to happen and you don't even have your hands prepared to hear the suddenly come your direction. Somebody today, you need to get your ears ready to hear the sound that is about to saturate this house. There's a sound. There's a shaking there's a shaking that is about to happen. Revival is about to break out on this land. Whew. People are going to come from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Hmm. Come on. Come on. They're going to come from every different direction to come into this house. <laughs> Hallelujah. Why? Because it's been prophesied. How many are ready to walk out the pr prophetic word? Amen. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm ready to walk it out. Revival is in the land. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost revival is in the land. Why? Because there's a time for everything. I'm speaking this today. There's a time for revival. And it's here today. There's a time and a season for everything. And it's here today. The best things in life just take time. We've been waiting. We've been waiting. We've been waiting. 
and it's here. Timing is everything. And it's just a matter of time. Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast and becoming a partner to our ministry. Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com for our evangelism ministries and EpicenterChurchOK.com to connect with our church. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We want you to be blessed.